Welcome to Full Metal RPG. I'm your host, Richie Buzzkill. Today I'm here with Ashley. What up, Ashley? Hi. And Jess. The host too, isn't she? Well, yeah. Yeah, uh, yes, host. <laughs> I'm... Uh, Hi. Hello, Hi, everyone. Hi. I am co-host with Ashley, who's also co-host, and we have a special co-host just today. I'm a guest. I am actually a guest. I'm not a host. <laughs> Anyways, so we're... <laughs> Now that that confusion that will continue <laughs> on as a thread forever, because uh, we're not going to sit down and talk about roles. That would be silly. Uh, <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about this is part one of our two part deep dive into Von Richten's Guide to Ravenloft, because we thought it was spooky season, as people say now, spooky season. Yeah. All right, we're going to. We're going to basically for this episode, we're going to create a domain using the rules and guide of Von Richten Guide to Ravenloft. I don't know why I suddenly dipped into an accent there, but. uh, You're like me with DMing Ravenloft. The accents just. They happen. They happen. (sighs) Whatever comes out of my mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I usually about two seconds after beginning an accent realize I've made a terrible mistake. (laughs) Yep. And then yeah. I will s- try to stop doing said accent. Now, <laughs> breath control, voice control, that's a different subject altogether. Maybe a different mm-hmm. episode altogether. Yeah. Actually, uh, yeah. Okay. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Jess, you're running Strahd right now, right? Yeah. Okay. So that that's the first 5e Ravenloft. And, correct. Correct. And... Uh, have you, uh, Ashley, have you played any of the, any Ravenloft yet? (laughs) I was an NPC for one, um, not episode, one session. (laughs) I was an NPC for one session of her Strahd campaign. And, uh, so I played one of the wives. Yeah. A bride. One of Strahd's brides. And, um, they did not interact with me like at all. And so I just kind of sat in the corner and I like at one point I kind of, you know, a little bit, but I just got to sit in on one of her sessions, which was yeah. so fun. It was still good. I liked it. <laughs> but but they didn't ask any questions because they're player nope. characters. Okay. Yep. All right. <laughs> uh, yep. Here's this thing our DM has set up for us. Let's go over here. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Thank you but, for doing that. You oh, yeah. Know. It was fun. <laughs> So yeah, no, I haven't I haven't really explored Ravenloft or uh anything like that at all until I read this book. So right. So I am looking at this with a complete fresh set of eyes when it comes to Ravenloft. I don't know anything about it other than what I've just read. So. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. you have read, I'm assuming, about the fact that these are little pocket domains mm-hmm. that cont- that contain a dark lord that is being kind of trapped and imprisoned in this uh, mist. I really actually stepping back a second from getting into the domains, but I really enjoyed the idea of, and I'm sure this was probably set out long ago in the, in the far, far away, but like the idea that there's like powers out there that just take these dark Lords and just plop them mm-hmm. into their own little dimension just to torture them. I just mm-hmm. sort of, I sort of enjoyed that a great deal. I, you know, 
Um, that was something that I remember when I think it was when this came out, Jess, you were talking about that. You were just like, I want to know more about the dark powers. Like, yep. what are they and why do they do what they do and all of that? And I noticed because I remember that conversation that we had. And so when I was reading through this, I was trying to see if I could remember, like if I could see anything about it and I didn't really see anything explaining the dark powers there's a little bit in the first chapter and we'll talk about that more in the the next episode but Mm -hmm. i actually despite not getting the answers i wanted i kind of got the answers i wanted which Mm -hmm. works out so yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i could see a whole campaign that would be ravenloft that would be really interesting it's sort of just a a, a, it's sort of like the uh, ghostbusters one when they shut off the containment so like you ha- you go through all the zones mm. and you sh- somebody shuts off Ravenloft and then all the dark lords invade whatever world you guys came from. Anyways, oh god, <laughs> they all have different rules, so I I don't mm. even know if that would work. Well, the, the dark lord the dark lords being so powerful that they don't have stats, so <laughs> yeah, that would be uh, anyway. bonkers. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's my head cannon currently. Anyways, universal uh, collapse. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so one of these universes we're going to create today. Uh, so it kind of starts out with um, it, it kind of goes into like, oh, you should take traits from your characters and then use oh, them. Go ahead. They So the way the book uh, kind of presents itself is that you are creating a domain for a campaign. Uh, whether it's for a part of a campaign you're already running with characters you already have, or if you're creating a new campaign specifically to run this domain with your players. Um, so it, it the book sets it out in a way that you and your players are kind of designing the game together. Um, you take inspiration from the players in order to create something truly horrific that they can play with. Right. Mm-hmm. And it suggests like asking the players and maybe not telling them why you're asking them because it doesn't necessarily mention this, but it says, hey, what is your favorite like trait, ideal or bond or flaw, which is something a very small part of fifth edition that almost everyone ignores, which is the Mm -hmm. the kind of like personality Mm -hmm. development section that's kind of in the backgrounds. All the backgrounds have a different personality development. So. I created some if we need some inspiration here uh, and uh, we can we can like try to use their at least do it for one of them as kind of a, a small seed uh, to to start off creating a dark lord. Or we can talk about genre because that's the other part that I wish they had talked about first is picking what genre your or genres of horror uh, you're going to use to create your you could, do it. you could do it both ways um, uh-huh. start from the campaign setting first which would be picking a genre or blend of genres because a lot of the examples they have um blend Multiple. several different genres together mm-hmm. or you could start from the players and build something tailored to them so either and approach would work that was one of the approaches when they were talking about because this whole book is about like creating domains It's very much we'll get into this next episode but it's very much like a dm's guide more so than a player guide um 100%. Yeah, but the one of the things they say is when you're creating this domain, um, you can use it for the as the the characters and the players and all of that. But uh, you can also jump ahead to genre and just pick that and then build your characters for that genre and then move from there. So, yeah, there's definitely a lot of different ways to do it. And to me, that makes the most sense. Like, what kind of world do I want to live in and then put the, the characters in that world and go from there? 
Yeah, well, it so, depends on what kind of DM you are. Well, but mm-hmm. also yeah. like in Ravenloft, it's almost one of the one of the tropes of Ravenloft is taking characters from another world mm-hmm. and dropping them mm-hmm. into Ravenloft. So they mm-hmm. are this stark relief where if you make the characters for the go- the ghost story or whatever, they they might. F- it doesn't necessarily use that trope, which is fine. You know, it's just one of those mm-hmm. like, yeah. It, it it sort of goes back to the evil GM trope of like, oh yes, I will now drop you into this terrible world where <laughs> there's a vampire ruling it. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can also even if you are an outsider, though, there are still those threads of like these these ideals, bonds, and flaws. They're very generalized, um, and they mm. could be even if you are an outsider. Like your ideal is somebody is very important to me and I want to be like them. That's, that's something that a lot of people can relate to. So it's, it's, even if you're an outsider, you can still reflect a player's or a character's uh, hopes and fears and tailor the horror to them, mm-hmm. um, well, which I'm doing a lot with Strahd actually, uh, which is, a, it's already pre-made. Right. Uh, my characters made their, char- they, my players made their characters with very little knowledge of what they were jumping into. And then they were dropped in. But uh, even so, I know I'm still building in threads of uh, to play on their their hopes and fears and goals. Um, and I'm just I'm molding and picking different parts of the Strahd campaign to make sure that they have a lot of personal horror that they have to deal with, despite being in a, in a different world. Right. And, and mm-hmm. I think the the part of what they were kind of getting at in this book is like, the adventures are there as another form of torture to the Dark Lord. Like they're yes. there and and they're chosen specifically as a reflection, as as a bright reflection of the Dark uh, Lord to in order to um you know give give it give it that extra edge uh you know to have something happen mm-hmm. to because mm-hmm. otherwise if it was like. Oh yeah, I don't care about you. I mean, it just makes a better story too that they right. they're all yeah. kind of like tied together. Which is why that. like yes, there's the trope of just drop them in, but I think it makes for a more satisfying and well-rounded story if you do kind of incorporate them a little bit. Like if it is a reflection or like an opposite reflection or something like that of the Dark Lord and the actual domain itself, I just feel like if it's more put together, it's more cohesive in mm. my opinion. Okay. So, yeah. Well, uh, do we want to start with these generic things that I made, or do we want to start with the genre Different. of horror and work our way the other way? <laughs> I'm fine with either. So um, Jess and I were kind of talking about it uh, yesterday and this morning a little, but we, when we were reading through it, I was really drawn to like the 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 circus or the carnival domain. I just thought that was really cool. So we'll get to that later. Yeah. Yeah. When we're looking at the examples. Um, but yes, there was a I, character. I, I was just sort of got, had it. Sorry. I'm from the Midwest. So I was having a juggalo flashback. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I uh, the, prompted the, or instigated that at all. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So I had a character for one of Jess's campaigns that she ran for us a couple years ago. And it was kind of a horror themed. Uh, it's not kind of, it was horror themed. And yeah, actually, uh, we, Real brief, brief yeah. interlude. When we were we were discussing about it this morning, um, I realized as I was going back through my notes trying to find inspiration, I had on, on the character pages for all my player characters. I had at the bottom li- a list of all their their fears, their deepest darkest fears, and I was building plot lines to play on those fears. So 
I guess I was running a domain. <laughs> Sounds like, like it. Without even knowing it. I think without that this even is knowing it. people have been doing possibly for a while. And now yeah. it's just in a book and it teaches you how to do it for those who maybe need a little bit more inspiration or a push to do it. Which I think yeah. a lot of the 5e stuff that's coming out now, not a lot of it's groundbreaking. It's stuff that I think a lot of people have been doing for a while, but it's They're giving... Well, yeah. I also think that like they're using some of those like because like if you had published this game in any other edition, I think you would mm-hmm. have had like a stack creation uh, uh, for the Dark Lord. You would have been mm-hmm. making stats for the Dark Lord. And that is, as far as I can tell, that's not in here. It's not in there. It's not. And the reason, that's another thing about this book that we will talk about next episode that I really like is that it encourages role-playing so much. Right. Like, because there's not stat blocks for the Dark Lords. Okay. So... um, (laughs) Back to Winifred. So, and one of the characters that I had built was... uh, Winifred was who I played. Winifred Mm -hmm. Woodwind. She was a very bitchy bard. (laughs) And so we were... sassy. She was sassy. Yes. She was a bitch. Yes. yes. <laughs> so um, she was a Southern Belle who was famous. So I was thinking it would be fun famous. to. She was totally famous. She was not I think famous. I was thinking it would be fun to use her as one of the characters to go into the domain because. Um, okay. She was fun. And right. she's already fleshed out. So. Okay. So mm-hmm. uh, what is one of her uh, traits that is like your favorite trait? Um, she was narcissistic as fuck because right. she thought she was famous. She was a legend in her own mind. Um, she was a circus performer that you probably heard of me. Yeah. Everyone I met, I'd be like, oh, I'm sure you've heard of me. Like, I just assumed they knew who I was. <laughs> so her her biggest flaw, I would say, is that she she was an absolute narcissist. So do, so as co game masters here, uh, <laughs> Um, do we go with the dark Lord is more narcissistic, like most narcissistic, or do we go mm-hmm. with, they are the hidden power? Like, are they, are they, you know, cause it, that's one of the suggestions is to like mm-hmm. either take that and turn it up to like 12,000. Yeah. yeah. Exaggerate or, or twist it into the opposite or do the yeah. opposite. So, mm-hmm. um, what do you I think? like exaggerate just because she thinks she's the biggest, best thing. So I would think that a dark Lord who is bigger and better and who does not know who she is would be mm. great. For I'm her. sorry. Who are you? Right. <laughs> no, I mean, and keep calling her like, I'm sorry. Your name was what? Um, Winona. Like, <laughs> Winifred was okay. her name. So, so yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, one of our traits of our, our dark Lord is there ultra narcissistic mm-hmm. yeah okay so ultra narcissistic so clearly they're going to be naming everything after themselves uh, mm-hmm. it, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get to that when we talk <laughs> talk about mm-hmm. maybe some locations or something like that mm-hmm. um okay and then we need you know kind of like one more at least right so um what what was one of the other ones you had uh, ideals bonds or flaws she, I think the narcissism. Who does she was a care form. about? Yeah. Who does she? Who? Did, who or what does she care about? Does she? Is she connected to anything? Um, she had like a mentor when she was at the circus that kind of took her in and helped her. And uh, they have since passed away, but they gifted her with a necklace, and so that necklace she was very attached to. So this person. Mm-hmm. Mm. What? Who? Who is this person? Like, like her the, mentor? Yes. 
Her name was Isolde. She was a fortune teller who was uh, a little bit insane, touched by wild magic. You didn't know that as a player. Mm, okay. <laughs> I was going to say. Like, <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, the the there is, you know, the fortune teller uh, vibe is kind of like runs through Ravenloft. They have the Troika deck and then they have the yeah. weed, not Ouija board. Uh, the in the back, board. did you see that? See that in the back of the book that they have, the, yeah, uh, yeah, the thing, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, board or whatever it was. <laughs> so, so this was a someone that you loved, but I'm assuming was all not necessarily the, that person, but someone that's a reflection of that person was very important to the Dark Lord, um, mm-hmm. in, in uh, their story that would mm-hmm. kind of um also show up still so um maybe a mentor family figure mother figure i mean clearly could be the mother i mean of the dark yeah, lord yeah. right mm-hmm. um it was was a was also a fortune teller and of course uh maybe we're going a little norman bates where like mother is like <laughs> no it the, the mother dark... is not anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. Here right now. Yeah, mother isn't here right now. Mother, <laughs> always the, the they're always talking about mother, and the the fortune you can find all this fortune telling stuff in and around or. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's interesting. A, a a dark lord with a fractured personality. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, that would be fun. Or, or maybe they have, uh, indeed, two sides of their personality, one of which is mother and the other which is... Right, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. I think that's 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 very interesting because it's... It, without... Because, you know, you, we have the, the Vistani, right, in Strahd. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of the one of the tropes in there. But I, I'd soon steer away from that trope because of certain issues. But... Uh, they, yeah, which they fixed in a later edition but yeah right mm-hmm. um fortunately fixed but uh but i do like that you know and we're talking about are, are we are we kind of getting into like a dark fantasy or like a folk fantasy a folk horror kind of genre here i you I'm know really more folk horror folk horror horror okay okay it'd be a combo dark fantasy and folk horror was sort yeah. of then i sort of like well gothic means that we can have big giant gothic buildings with their face on do all of them do all of them <laughs> all of it fuck it <laughs> just why it not all. all of it yeah <laughs> why not all of it that's true that's true mm-hmm. um now i'm just seeing like this giant gothic uh building that has just giant faces coming off the the faces of the the mo- mother and the face of the lord but the lord is always bigger but you know they mm-hmm. kind of like watch you as you walk past Mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah but folk horror would be more like they're you know inhabiting uh you know kind of a a, a a mansion in the woods or a big big kind of log building in the woods kind of thing but mm-hmm. um okay um so i think it's like what kind of things happened in their past life to make them a dark lord right is yeah. like yeah development mm-hmm. questions um so 
because from what it kind of implied was that like they did really terrible, irredeemable, like they had a chance to be redeemed and they totally Mm -hmm. said, Mm -hmm. no, I'm not redeemed. I'm going further into this thing. So like, that's the main thing for a dark Lord is just that they're irredeemable. Like they're absolutely irredeemable. It's the number one thing that stood out to me when we were talking about the dark Lords when I was reading it is that first that's like the, 100% 100% has to be irredeemable. Yeah, like there's always an option, a, a moment where you can walk back, but for a Dark Lord, they've gone past it. They can never be redeemed. They can never... They went right through that sign and just kept... Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so were they like... So were they a, a, a leader in their world that kind of like uh, rose up a whole thing and, you know, tried to, you know genocide some people or were they like um were they just kind of like uh going more folk horror where they were just kind of you know were a serial killer that killed uh you know in their kind of area you know hundreds yeah, or- what did what did she want mother Who's this yes this this mother person or 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 the the person who wants to be famous or is believe she is famous. Um, hmm. Well, fame. Right. I was right. going to say she wanted to be a household name. Maybe wanted they, everyone to know. And maybe they, they uh, were trying to send a message with their, their, their killing. Uh, you know, they were a serial killer that kind of like tried to, beca- you know, become unnamed. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh or like trying to make their their mother figure proud or something you know like the dark lord was doing something to try and make you know make their mother figure proud or something like that yeah so we know what what she wants what who did she harm what kind Mm -hmm. of people or beings or communities did she harm and how hmm well, I feel like it's um it starts with well those people would probably populate the domain, right? Because that's like their the torture for the dark lord. Right. That yeah. they, mm-hmm. Um so what if I mean typically think humans cuz that's my default is just to go to humans, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um yeah. but uh they were you know, uh, maybe look at, you know, like wood elves or something like that. I'm, I'm, I keep thinking of like full core as this, there's these big, this very dark woods is very old. You have this very, uh, you know, that they, that they were trying to like claim this land for, for mother and, uh, becoming famous for doing so. But, uh, um, oh, you don't know that I'm here to, you know, but, I don't know. That's uh Or like the competition, like anyone who they saw as competition or something like that just took them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But like I you know, it's gotta be pretty big, right? I mean I guess it mm-hmm. doesn't you know, I guess it doesn't have to be like it could be repetitive. Yes. Um, like in terms of, of Strahd, it was the one act that he did. Um, and for a lot of them, it is one act, but it, it could be just something they've done over time, just 
constantly, constantly. And then there was just a final straw. Mm -hmm. Or what if they killed their mother figure? Like, and that yeah. could be the irredeemable thing that they can't come back from. Right. And, th and then their torture is to be haunted by their mother at all yeah. times. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they were bad. You know, they were bad. They were, you know, doing terrible things, but they also eventually, the, mm -hmm. the, 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 yeah, I, you know, I think that's a good story that can unfold over, uh, mm -hmm. you know, sessions. So, did mom try to stop her or did mom not believe in her enough? Mm. I don't think the mom believed in her enough. I think that's like classic, like mm -hmm. the classic turn is like, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, you so saw that there. she was getting, yeah, saw that mm -hmm. she was getting too big for her britches and, and starting to Knock twist down a peg, <laughs> twist into something that was not good anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yep. I like that. Maybe she tried to use magic to further her goals for, for fame and fortune and recognition and success. Uh, uh, we talked about the theme of wild magic from the, the mm -hmm. character that inspired this. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe something to do with the wild magic. Mm -hmm. Like it was a wild magic thing gone wrong or something. Like it tends to yeah. be. But, but the thing with that is they mention in the domains that Evil acts have to be, um, where are my notes on this? They have to be intentional. Mm, okay. Yep. Unnecessary. So it can't be an accident. It has to be intentional, unnecessary, mm -hmm. successful. So they succeed in their do in doing their horrible thing mm -hmm. and cause significant harm. So that's the moment, the, the four criteria mm. or the beyond redemption moment is it has okay. to be on purpose uh -huh. and awful. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think maybe they were, they had like succeeded, right? And whatever the thing, the the mother and uh, the Dark Lord was trying to do, mm -hmm. right? They succeeded. The hmm? Yeah, they succeeded, and then the mother made her classic comment of, "Well, you, you really don't think they love you, do you?" Mm -hmm. And then that's when, you know. That's when she gets killed, and then that's when the mists swallow them up. And so yeah. I'm imagining this dark circus monstrosity, something somewhere in the deep dark woods, um, mm -hmm. and she has somehow managed to bring audience members, bring people to fawn over her, bring people to witness her um, through some sort of coercion uh, or magic. I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. And it was, seemed to be sort of working, but all these people they were they were dying. <laughs> they were they were no longer controlled their lives. They she stole these people, um, and then her ultimate act. Now, now I'm thinking kind of like a WandaVision thing. Um, so she has this pocket dimension where all these people are forced to be puppets in her story, and um, and then the mother figure comes in and tries to get her out of it, stop her, or sees what she's doing, tries to convince her to stop and says that, you know, they, they don't, they don't actually love you. You don't have the things that you, you think because you never can, you're not good enough. Um, and that's the moment. So the irredeemable act would be whatever snapped in her that caused her to harm her mother. Mm -hmm. I think that's where the awfulness comes from. <laughs> yeah. All right. I see that. Um, 
So those, so she, she like takes all of, she's like slowly. It's like uh, fish fans, like following her across the land. (laughs) And, and, and it's just, they're, they're, they've become like inured with whatever this wild mat, like she's this born of a, are we going to say that they were the fortune? Her mother was the fortune teller born, born of the fortune teller, a font of, of wild magic that kind of like became this kind of corrupted wild magic over time that kind of uh, was, she was able to use that to like, you know, gain followers across the land. And then they were like, you know, they just became these ragged wretches as they were, you know, not feeding themselves and, and it became like, very clear that you know the then her mother shows up and says you know they don't really love you and never have real love and never have you never had real love and that's when like just like this like terrible slaughter and her mother gets killed as well like just every Mm -hmm. and then that's when like the mists rise up and swallow this uh so yeah um Mm -hmm. okay I, I I dig it. I dig it. Uh, we didn't get any, any sur- okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> okay. So we've got kind of um, uh, the un unbelievably um, yeah, unbelievably narcissistic. They have a uh, maybe the ideal is like even makes it even more narcissistic. The Dark Lord's ideal is like love for me is the ultimate uh, expression of, of reality or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. um, and then like the bond is like mother never uh, mother loved me or something like that, but really, you know, or kind of like playing with that. Um, so, yeah. Hmm. Well, mm-hmm. we'll come back to the bond thing. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if. Yeah, it's I think we can probably. Yeah, we probably don't need it for, for what we're doing here. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so is we, the bond supposed to be like a bond that they have with another person or person thing? Place or person, place, or thing? Yeah. Okay. Usually something that mm-hmm. is important to you that drives, uh, mm-hmm. a part of your personality. Okay. Gotcha. Right. That would that would allow you know player characters to because a lot of this the ideals the flaws of the bonds, are so that you can start scattering clues about the land uh, to figure yeah. out this mist, the mystery of the domain. Right. That's mm-hmm. the, that's really the, I think that's the point of having those. And then that's, mm-hmm. it's for us to build something further with mm-hmm. really. So, okay. We've got the okay. e- evil act. We got those who were harmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, def- irredeemable. Definitely irredeemable. Um, I'm thinking like, when mother's in charge, uh, that you see mother, like that they're like a twisted version. When the monstrous transformation, yeah, the monstrous transformation of the Dark Lord is that you see mm-hmm. mother, and mother is this like, yeah. like imagine <laughs> oh, yeah. it's a hag, but it's also like giant because mm-hmm. um, you think of your mother uh, as the first time you see them they're very very large right 
So mm-hmm. like it maybe as as a kid that your first memory, like maybe the first memory of this Dark Lord that they remember is like the mother scolding them and they're like yes. twelve foot mm-hmm. tall in comparison to this very short person, right? So they mm-hmm. they have this yeah. like um and of course then that transformation I think really lends itself to the idea of that's the protector side, right? So you have this like overprotective side, overprotective <laughs> side that you have this. And since we're talking about D and D, you have this like kind of like interesting dynamic that could like really scare player player characters. Like, yeah. oh shit, that's a giant hag. Oh no, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. unknown properties, like just uh, completely creepy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Um, yeah. So, okay. So we have this dark Lord or mm-hmm. do we want to like kind of name them or make a, uh, 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 you yeah, know, gender sure. decision or. Uh, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think it, I think it helps um, especially with getting into some of these questions further down. Uh, so who, who is she? What uh, would you like the, uh, the um, honor of naming? Your monster's baby, Ashley. Monster's baby. <laughs> so what if we went with Winifred and Isolde? Like you, we had already named them. I know that Winifred was the kind of character we were basing this off or whatever, but yeah. what okay. if Winifred Woodwind was the Dark Lord and the, it could be the co-Dark Lord like they had in, uh, fuck, what was it? There was one of them that had. Yeah, a, a few of them had multiple, multiple dark lords. Yeah, yeah, they shared. And some it. of them were like either sharing it or they there wasn't officially mm-hmm. one, and they were vying for power. Mm-hmm. So it could be one of those situations where it's both of them. All right. So, uh, so Winifred, the Dark Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Winnie the Dark Lord. Winnie the. <laughs> Winifred. Old Winnie. She, she, I, I feel remember, very strong. I feel very strongly that they're so narcissistic that you cannot shorten their name. If they actually, they that was one of very, her things. Very, very, very mad <laughs> if you shorten their name. So she would be like, "My name's Winifred. My friends call me Winnie. You can call me Winifred." So that was like whenever she met anyone, she would right. say yeah. that. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Nobody called her Winnie except right. people who wanted to annoy her. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, okay, so, so Dark Lord Winifred. Dark Lord Win- Winifred. I like uh, it. And so now we're kind of into, we've got our Dark Lord. We've kind of kind of got some ideas here. Now mm-hmm. we're going to start creating a domain for Winifred, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So I think it's like, starts out with kind of like the Dark Lord shadows on the land, right? Um, yes. So it says kind of like you can have a domain that's anywhere from the size of a house to a size of a continent, right? It, right. It, it, it gives you all sorts of, I feel like it's kind of like a, I don't, I, I think it's like a meat, you know, a relatively small domain. I think so too. Like the size a of circus. a, like a circus or the, or the woods surrounding the circus. Yeah. Yeah. I think you need a couple locations. So mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. um, so like there's the nearby town maybe yeah a, a town right because you, you need a town for uh, a yeah. traveling performers mm-hmm. um maybe there's a few towns maybe this is the mm-hmm. size of Barovia so mm-hmm. yeah I mean I I'm not against that it's not yeah. Barovia is not terribly a large place I mean yeah. um you can get across it in like three days right so I think that's a good size so we have like 
two or three towns and the circuit, the, the traveling performance performers that move from town to town to town. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think part of the torture of the dark Lord is they don't, they, they, that you, everyone in town always goes the, to the, to the tra- performances, but nobody follows. Mm-hmm. Right. So that like that, echo of the uh the yeah. you know they don't get a following right that there's like something yeah. preventing that from happening or they like they'll go to the show and then they're on their like you know fantasy wood phone or whatever and they're bored the whole time like they're not actually paying attention to the performance <laughs> they're just you know on there well no i think they're i think they're wrapped performances but their smiles are just kind of fake fake Ooh, that's creepy <laughs> Perfect. Like that. That's what yeah. we want, right? Yeah, yeah. like blocks from Enterprise smiles, just the big. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, they must. They're they're sort of when they are at the show that uh-huh. it's not real. Like you can tell, like innately, yeah. that this audience it has to pay attention, or there will be yeah. consequences. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, when her flaw comes in. She is so narcissistic that she does not believe they're not fully engrossed in her performance. Right. right. Exactly. Look at them. Exactly. Yep. I like smiles. that. I know. Clearly oh. they're enjoying themselves. <laughs> right. Um, mm-hmm. So that like that kind of sets up a, a dynamic for characters to kind of come and get involved. And I, mm-hmm. I think it's sort of not maybe not readily apparent that Winifred is the this like the leader of the land. Like a lot of places, a lot of these domains you can like immediately. But I think you would you would as you go through the forest, there's like carvings of her face in the trees, like mm-hmm. whether or not how how they got there is an entirely different problem. But like or why or why. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like. The Maybe. trees could have like two. It could be her and the mother figure. Like right. each tree has each two one of them it. facing each other. Like they're they're yeah. paired up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so that's kind of I think that's a good torment. And then like mm-hmm. I, I, obviously the ultimate torment is mother is always overshadowing her in some way, yes. right? So there's mm-hmm. there's. There's the the rumor, like if you talk long enough, you find out about this the giant hag that's in the uh-huh. woods, right? But it's really her. Uh-huh. But like, that's like you kind of start to figure out that there's this, you know, they ran these random attacks by this giant hag. Um, mm-hmm. So what ca- if like the carvings of sorry the carvings yeah. of Winnie would be when the tree was younger, and then as it grows bigger, like the face just gets distorted as it's mm. going up. Oh, and that's, that's <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like that. So anyway, sorry, I was excited about that. Yeah, Oops. no, that's that's yeah. good. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, what other torments uh, do we have? A rival uh, performance, r- mm. rival performers. Maybe that's a good adventure hook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Is to. Mm-hmm. Or like if there's a performer that is not as good. It, she's convinced is not as good, but for some reason people follow her around. Yeah. And... Yeah. Cause it, it yeah. needs something to like have a little bit more uh going yeah, on. More movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like a mother daughter performing duo. <laughs> like the mother and oh daughter perform God. together oh. and they get a following. <laughs> I'm just so happy. So, I know. <laughs> that would be fun. I too. like that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so now we're we're having a we're developing a kind of culture where 
performing is a thing that people do. Like it's a very common, mm-hmm. that's, that's something that everybody aspires to, or a lot of people aspire to. And a lot of people, that's one of their pastimes is they go to mm-hmm. these performances. What kind of, is, is she a singer? <laughs> right. Or, I was or, what is she that. doing? Hmm. I, I, I sort of like singing because that's sort mm-hmm. of, but um, it can be super creepy. Be, well, because you could just, I mean, I, I, I like Bjork, but you could just sort of like mm-hmm. get th- that Bjork <laughs> vibe. I think you could just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like, I like her, but she's also because she's kind of creepy. So, like, <laughs> kind of True. like that, mm-hmm. ice, you know. Yeah, she cultivates the creepy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I, it doesn't necessarily have to be singing. Uh, it could be, I don't know, I, I think. So, oh, I like this. Uh, Distilled Quasar on Twitch says it's the same three or four towns with the same people, but they never seem to remember that they've seen this before. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That they're they're mm-hmm. they're never um, you. They've never seen this show before. We're very excited. They've never seen the show, mm-hmm. and if the players have been around long enough, they come back to the same place. And they're like, "Oh, have you seen the show? This is, mm-hmm. show is amazing." It's like <laughs> we went with you last time. Like mm-hmm. you know, if they. Um. Yeah, it's their smoked paprika. <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> we should try that sometime. Yeah. Also, hi Kevin. That's distilled quasar. It's my friend Kevin. Oh, hey nice. Kevin. Um, um, yeah, because the endless torment. The ideas that they put in here are uh, a never-ending loop. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, so, that's good. Yeah. So I think yeah. one of the loops is they always kill the 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 competition. Like they always there's mm-hmm. always a confrontation. Mm-hmm. There's always mm-hmm. a with that uh, yeah. that's one of the loops and then i think once that's kind of like maybe the end of the loop or that the followers now follow her until there's this like kind of uh somebody siphons mm-hmm. again yeah that that, that or if god once they kill them they become more famous <laughs> after they've been killed <laughs> you know what i mean like people that get famous yeah. they gain the fame after they're dead so by killing them and trying to record. Martyrs. take them out the, the, and they the, end up becoming even more famous and yeah. bigger in death. Right. And, mm-hmm. and then there's the, the, there's gotta be something where the, I think the last thing is obviously the last thing in their world where they like, conf, there's some sort of uh confrontation, confrontation with the mother that ends mm-hmm. with the resetting of the, the plot mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Either that or it's always ever present and never, because another thing they mentioned is it's always on the cusp of something awful, terrible happening. So they have to be constantly vigilant to prevent it from happening. Right. It's, it's, that would be the tipping point for them is they actually Mm -hmm. have the confrontation with mother. Like there's maybe there's a way that's lying around for the adventurers to find, to separate the mother from the daughter. So, so that, so they can basically, the way they bring this to a crescendo is yeah. they basically have to separate them in some sort of folk horror, uh, uh, ritual. Summoning ritual. ritual or yeah. something. L- lots yeah, of, not- I'm thinking yeah. lots of flowers, mm-hmm. burning effigies, <laughs> you know, um, the classic, like, uh, uh, uh you know, kind of like uh, midsummer, uh, yeah. uh, yeah. where you're having this, like, you know, maybe there's some other rituals for, you know, those that are before, the, you know, fertility rituals before that or something like that, before the burning of the effigies. And mm-hmm. that's like, th- that's the way to separate them. And then that's when you have the big confrontation. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it has to do something with the trees. Is that what you said, Jess? Because I, I was like, if lots of twigs, yes. Oh, twigs. Because I'm like, if the tree that we carved, we didn't. Yeah. They carved themselves, but the yeah. like trees that had Winnie's face, Winifred, Dark Lord Winifred's face carved in them. That as they grew, they stretched and distorted. It's got to be something yeah. with those trees that right. would. Well, the, do you, this. you take the largest tree mm-hmm. with the with the biggest mother face on it, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's the site of the ritual, and then yeah. you have mm-hmm. to. You have to bring uh, so many daughter faces. You have to yeah. go cut down, and that's probably a whole like uh, confrontation with something in the woods to try and cut down all these trees yeah. to bring to build this. Mm-hmm. Effort, you know, um, yeah, yeah. I think we have a pretty good storyline. I think the only yeah. thing left are maybe some some possible monsters and encounters and things, and then supporting cast for other people in this world that move the story along or, or the players can interact with. Yeah. I, I think um, mm-hmm. I'm thinking like maybe that I, I know it's a little cliche, but we're, you know, do some kind of w- werewolves in the woods, but or some kind of woodland creatures, right. That are like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like uh, some sort of like uh, elk, elk men or something like that. Something, something where it's like, they're, kind of creepy and they're very aggressive and they they're the protectors of the trees right that you have mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. like fey folk or something that are like i don't know not druids but something like that where they the are trying to yeah as long as they're not boneless because that's one of the things that i was gonna say the boneless really squicked you out so we should probably put them in there somewhere super squished me out i hated them yeah, so the much the book, they have uh that that small little expanded bestiary mm-hmm. and uh, she read the boneless and went nope no. uh, body horror yeah <laughs> yeah um mm-hmm. what if we have like their uh, the the place where the mother and daughter the mother raised the daughter as a site in the woods mm-hmm. somewhere, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can sort of go to their original home, right? It's abandoned, yeah. but there is some kind of uh, something living there. Yeah. That's kind of like maybe ghosts or something like that. And then uh-huh. maybe you, you yeah. have, uh, you know, in that's one of the places where you can learn about this ritual, right? Mm-hmm. Is, is maybe there's like a cross stitch on the wall that's like kind of describes the ritual maybe grimoire. a grimoire like a, mm-hmm. like a remnant where you have to watch some of the scenes from you know their greatest hits play out like <laughs> I, I don't even want to say fights but like where she was so proud of something and the mom was just like Meh, and like shit on it <laughs> right i'm yeah. thinking like something something that like uh you would find in a in a mm-hmm. not necessarily a grimoire but something that's like folky that's like you would yeah. find like a uh, 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 maybe a dress that's got the 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 uh, the the story kind of stitched into embroidery. it, embroidery mm-hmm. or um, mm-hmm. maybe somebody. Or go ahead, sorry. Maybe, maybe the actual mother lives there. The uh, another reflection of the mother mm-hmm. lives there, or mm-hmm. that's what we were talking about before. Was was the was maybe. A reflection of the actual mother is the one that's taken up residence in Winifred. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. that's like the, uh, the. It's not that they're they're split personalities, but so much as like 
there's multiple mm -hmm. pieces of that are the Dark Lord. So it's the mother and the daughter mm -hmm. yeah. are the uh, are the Dark Lord, Dark Lords, and one is a giant hag, and the other one is like a yeah. sir siren or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they, they put uh, a way to explain that in the book, which is, again, why I said I even though I didn't get answers, I got the answers I needed is they basically said that it's a nightmare world. Anything can happen. You don't really have yeah. to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck your physics. Anyway. Yeah. Basically, yes. Yeah. Chaos. Okay. I have permission. Yeah. Right. And I was sort of thinking, like, if we wanted to put a boneless in the bottom of the well or something like that, just as like a, a creepy, uh, a creepy. Cre <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's why we're doing it. <laughs> that would be such a good place for a boneless to like dwell would be at the bottom yeah. of the well. And yeah, then, and, but it's like, oh, it's empty. Instead of and if you watch the mother, instead of like getting water out of the well, she's like dumping scraps in the well. And like feeding, feeding the boneless as a pet, you know, like keep it, keep and If it doesn't get fed, it gets loose. You have yeah. to feed it or it will come and roam around. And then if you say kill the mother, then the, the boneless will like start running through the forest yeah. and doing crazy mm -hmm. things like, mm -hmm. um, boneless okay. things. Yeah. Being all boneless. boneless. Yeah. So we got a, a few towns. Um, uh -huh. uh, so do we need like, um, do we, cause like they have like some supportive support, uh, uh, like organizations in Strahd that are like, mm -hmm. they're like the, where the, where creatures and the, do we need like, a somebody I mean, do, do, will the players need help from anybody to deal with this? Will this is, I think so. Yeah. I think there should be at least a few people who know what's what. Mm -hmm. um, and they made in in the in this source book in Van Richten's guide in Van Richten's guide they made it canon that the keepers of the feather can that they have fingers in all the domains or multiple domains. They're not just mm -hmm. in Barovia. Um, so okay, so, yeah, maybe they have a branch here. Um, maybe this branch here is like kind of. Um... Thing of folklore, like they're they're Wiccans, like they're they're the they're like also in uh, on the other side, they're kind of like uh, the keepers of the forest knowledge kind of thing, where or mm -hmm. uh they sort of um you know they're they're kind of like reticent to do anything because they're like always because clearly there's no reason nothing nothing's yeah. good this is the way things are supposed to be here right yeah mm -hmm. right um yeah. but but i think they could be convinced to help with the with the the ritual right that's kind of like you need help with the ritual or otherwise yeah. it's really hard to do there will have off. to be there'll be people scattered throughout the towns who know of the old magic mm -hmm. uh you can, if you can find these wise people one or two um, throughout the realm and that's part of it the key is is asking the right questions and finding these people with this with the the knowledge of of where to go and how to find the answers mm -hmm. all right uh, I like I like that because that gives some more places to go and people to see um, mm -hmm. do we need like um an artifact or something laying around or is that like some, some cuz i don't i don't know if anybody you know we don't necessarily need a dungeon but so much as like yeah. mm -hmm. some something to that's like uh helps some sort of powerful yeah 
helps control uh or help could help them in the final ba- uh crescendo mm-hmm. right i'm thinking something that uh that can help cast silence mm. Like a greater si- greater silence or something like that. Like silence mm-hmm. itself wouldn't actually work against the Dark right. Lord, but like a a a greater silencing effect. Because without that, they'll just get, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Hmm. Something like uh, I don't know. I was thinking it could be something like a musical instrument since she sings something like a music box. Yeah. Yeah. A music box would be cool. Music box. You turn it on and and suddenly there's greater silence in the area. And the only thing you can hear is this music box. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's fun. (laughs) And that, that was, that's the, the song that's on the music box is the song that she sings. Yes. And she grew up with her. Right. Mm -hmm. She grew up with it. It, You know, you find a a, a pale imitation of it in the, Mm -hmm. in the farmhouse or whatever, in the, in Mm -hmm. the the little hut, uh, forest hut. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then there's like, um, I say like, uh, uh, maybe like a, uh, a forest maze, like one of those, you get lost every around every corner kind of places that mm-hmm. in, in in the center of this very dark and uh, kind of at the border near the mists. Like if you make a wrong term, you could go into the mists kind of thing. Yeah. That, that uh-huh. like there, the, this music box is the center and you can have like, you know, encounters with different uh, creatures in that maze. Mm-hmm. So we get, we get that, you know, we get a little yeah. bit of that D and D like mm-hmm. you can do your dungeon crawl, dungeon crawl in, in this like dark, ever changing doesn't need a map because uh, who needs a map for a forest maze right <laughs> <laughs> there were um labyrinths mentioned in multiple of the examples of the domains so mm-hmm. labyrinths were kind of a theme that i saw throughout yes. we, we so. were almost going to pitch turning labyrinth into a, a domain <laughs> but it's kind of already a domain so <laughs> pretty much pretty much yeah, movie yeah. labyrinth if you think about it in the yeah. terms i'm just like this there is, is a dark yes. word and now I want to run a labyrinth game. <laughs> we should do that. We should totally do that. Well, there there is a there is a role playing game for that, and it's a very yep. beautiful book. So oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um. Okay. So I think we kind of have a domain, right? I think we don't. We, do ha- we don't have like names for a lot of stuff yet, but like we have Winifred, right? And then mm-hmm. we um, have the bones. We have the skeleton. We have the skeleton. I feel like that's a good preview. I you know I really enjoyed this. This was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and I think uh, yeah. Uh, I think this is a good preview for part, this is a good part one for mm-hmm. our uh, Von Richten's Guide to Ravenloft. Uh, st- in in two weeks, we're going to do Halloween stream. Ooh, so Halloween stream. Um, t- come in and we'll we'll do a full our full review of this uh, book. Uh, and uh, I'm going to try and collect all this information and kind of mm-hmm. give it to the patrons. So. Thank you, patrons, yeah. uh, very yeah. much uh, for uh, your support. Uh, you can support mm-hmm. us on uh, patreon.com slash fullmetalrpg. Um, you know, you can find, and if you go to fullmetalrpg.com, you can find our t-shirts and where we where we live on YouTube and all that other stuff. So I'm wearing Full Metal RPG Sucks t-shirt today. Stand uh, up, stand up. Stand up so you can see it. Yep. Our awesome fan art is beautiful. <laughs> Gorgeous. Yes. 
And on the back of it has some of our favorite one star reviews. <laughs> yes, our best so. reviews, but not mm -hmm. the review. But if you're going to leave us a five any review, please tell mm -hmm. us so we can feature yeah. you on a future episode. Mm -hmm. So uh, we, we, we will love, read it. We will read actual reviews, not ranting mm -hmm. into the blogosphere. Sorry, <laughs> not sorry. Uh, so make them funny. <laughs> or interesting. Or say that, say that we're funny spicy. or interesting. We're narcissistic yeah. about this. Come on, people. Right, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Uh, I want to thank uh, Jess for coming on and again yes, and, and helping do this hard work of, you know, because these D&D books are not small books. They, no. And this one's a big one. This one's 256 pages, which we'll get into next episode. Sorry. But, it, but it's actually pretty enjoyable to read from one, compared to a lot of these. I've tried a lot, read a lot of these books and they're pretty yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, this so, was fun. All right. Mm -hmm. So uh, thanks everybody for watching. Uh, Ashley, you got anything else to say? Oh, thank okay. you guys. And thank you for we'll having me. We'll see you in two weeks. Yes. See you in two weeks. Bye. Happy spoopy season. <laughs> Rock. <Rough. laughs>